from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. The Henrico School Board votes to allow students to return to school starting next month. We've got all the details coming up on today's episode of the Henrico News Minute. It's Friday, October 23rd, 2020, and today's episode is brought to you by the Lakeside Farmers Market. And now for the news. Well, following a five and a half hour meeting yesterday, the Henrico School Board voted four to one to adopt a four-phased approach to a four-day in-person return to school for those students who choose it while allowing others to continue learning virtually. Aside from one slight adjustment, the board followed the recommendation of Superintendent Amy Cashwell and its health committee in approving the plans, which will welcome back pre-kindergarten, kindergarten, first grade, and second grade students who choose to return on November 30th. That's two weeks after the start of the second nine-week grading period. Third and fourth and fifth graders would return December 7th if they choose to do so. Then sixth and ninth grade students who select in-person learning would return to school February 1st. And other middle school and high school grade levels would return on February 4th. The last day of in-person learning before winter break will be December 18th. Cashwell's plan would have brought back in-person students January 4th, but the board agreed with a proposal from 3CHOP district member Mickey Ogburn that will delay that by one week to January 11th to mitigate the risk of spread after the winter holidays. Now, the schedules for virtual and in-person students will be identical, though the amount of instructional time will be reduced across the board as Wednesdays will become independent learning days for all students except for a two-hour window of teacher-led instruction at the elementary school level. Cashwell seemed to indicate yesterday that there will be no guarantees that any students, either those who remain virtual or those who attend in person, will have the same teachers they have currently. That's because much will depend on how many students opt to return in person and how many teachers do the same. Officials will grant a little more flexibility to employees who want to continue working virtually, particularly for those who live with people at higher risk for COVID-19, even if they themselves don't have higher risks. But Cashwell said the situation, quote, is really complex and staffing challenges are significant, end quote. Some teachers will be required to teach in-person and virtual students at the same time. Those who do so at the elementary level will receive a quarterly stipend of about $600, while secondary school teachers will receive $125 per course per quarter if they have to do so. Elementary school teachers who are required to eat lunch with their students will receive stipends of $225 per quarter. School officials will host a virtual town hall meeting on Tuesday at 4 p.m. for employees and 6.30 p.m. for families to receive and answer questions about what the new plan will look like. Results of a non-binding survey from earlier this month found that the four-day plan was the second most popular among the 64% of families who responded. About 43% said they would return their children to school in such a plan. One of the most notable actions during yesterday's meeting was when Hermitage High School science teacher Brent Halstead made an impression on the board walking from the back of the room where speaker microphones were located up to the school board podium. He took out a tape measure to measure six feet of distance from himself and school officials then took his mask off and began to eat from a bag of snacks he had brought with him. As he did so, two deputies approached and several other school officials stood to loudly implore him to put his mask back on. 
Halstead was trying to make a point that if school officials were afraid of someone eating without a mask on six feet away, teachers should be justified feeling the same way. He was escorted out of the room to cheers, but his protest and the responses of teachers in the crowd drew stern admonishment later from Verina District School Board member Alicia Atkins. Tuckahoe District Board member Marcy Shea described her challenge in deciding a course of action as a struggle between doing what she believed was right and doing what the majority of her constituents wanted. She opted for the latter. The Tuckahoe District has been among the loudest championing a return to in-person learning. Shea urged parents to consider carefully whether returning their children to school was a want or a need, saying that their decisions would impact the choices that teachers have as to whether to return in person or not. In voting against the plan, Kinsella said she was doing so based upon feedback from the school leaders in her district who felt that trying to bring students back as cases are rising and just after one holiday and before others would be a mistake. She floated the idea of delaying all in-person learning until January 11th and said she would have supported that plan, but no other board members endorsed it. We've got a whole lot more on this issue on HenricoCitizen.com right now. The Henrico Health Department is urging anyone who attended an October 9th live music event at JJ's Grill on Staples Mill Road in Glen Allen to self-quarantine through October 24th, that's Sunday, and consider being tested for COVID-19 because they may have been exposed to the virus that night. A cluster of virus infections that officials believe is associated with the event has occurred. They're working with the restaurant to determine if any possible exposures beyond that date may have taken place. While there haven't been any reported cases of exposure associated with live music or group events held on dates before October 9th, the health department is still evaluating the potential for further exposures and is recommending that anyone who has visited the restaurant since October 9th monitor for symptoms and also consider being tested for COVID. If you don't have a medical provider or insurance, you can receive free testing through the health district at a community event. You can call 205-3501 to learn more. Yesterday, Henrico County reported 38 new cases of COVID-19. That brings the county's total to nearly 6,100. Another virus-related hospitalization in the county also was reported. Henrico's seven-day positivity percentage continues to rise. It was up to 4.6% as of October 18th. The seven-day average of daily new cases is down just slightly from Wednesday from 32 to 31. That's about double what it was October 3rd. Keep up to date with what crime is taking place around the county with our weekly crime report. You can view this week's report right now on HenricoCitizen.com. Click on News and Crime to view it. Smart Beginnings Greater Richmond, a regional school readiness collaborative, is coordinating a virtual book drive with the help of community partners. The drive is called Books Are Beautiful and will take place online through October 31st. Note the Halloween theme there. To bring books to families with preschool children who are experiencing hardship in the face of the pandemic. You can make a donation of any amount at smartbeginningsrva.org backslash books. Today's Henrico News Minute is brought to you by the Lakeside Farmers Market. Be sure to stop by and check them out tomorrow from 9 a.m. to noon. It's at 6110 Lakeside Avenue under the Pavilion. You can also visit facebook.com backslash Lakeside Market RVA to learn more.